John. Oh dear. How's oh man. Doing? This Very whole good. quarantine thing has obviously become the new normal. So yeah. I went outside the other day. There's a really beautiful cemetery in my neighborhood. And it sounds crazy. I know it's a weird thing to say, but it's like this, like, it's like if you've ever seen a movie that has a cemetery scene and it's all like all these giant gothic monuments and like it, it and it's weird to say beautiful, but it's all really, really beautiful. Yeah. Um, yeah, but that's, that's what the, that's York, the cemetery that's in my the, neighborhood. That's the only public land. That's the only like land that you're able to walk on is a cemetery other than the park. But that, you know, you may not live near a park, so you got to take what you can get. So it's funny. I It's called the Greenwood Cemetery. You could look it up. It's it's really it's beautiful. It's gorgeous. There's trees everywhere. But it makes sense because it's it's like supposed to be a place that honors the dead. So like cemeteries, I think, in general, get these like you know these horror spooky ooh but uh, um i actually did a tour of the cemetery and they basically were like no cemeteries are never haunted places if you believe mm-hmm. in that sort of thing because the people who haunt places if you believe in that thing are like they haunt the place that they died not the place that they were buried so cemeteries mm-hmm. are supposed to be like this place for like to honor and it's supposed to be pretty and beautiful i don't know it's kind of crazy because i say sometimes oh, i was just hanging out at the cemetery and everybody's like what what is wrong with you <laughs> well but I just, exactly wait, like a beautiful, yeah i was just having a beer place. at the cemetery <laughs> yeah but here's the well, thing they- too that the Greenwood Cemetery in particular was like the number one tourist attraction in like the 1800s in America. Because if you think about obviously tourism in the 1800s is like really hard to visit and see places for leisure right. that aren't, you know. But this, so this was like the number one in the whole country. Uh, people would flock to the cemetery because it was just so beautiful. It's it's crazy. Well, I just looked it up on Yelp, uh, and first off, four and a half stars. <laughs> That's pretty good for a cemetery. Pretty good for a cemetery. Um, you know, one of them, one of them's the first five star review I see. It says one of my favorite cemeteries. <laughs> and, <laughs> And then he wrote, and that's saying a lot, since I'm passionate about beautiful slash historic cemeteries. <laughs> but it's like, oh my god. <laughs> this is really, I mean, I would have loved it if it was one of my favorite cemeteries. And that's saying a lot, since I've buried anyone ever close to me. <laughs> but it is like, I didn't know people are out here ra- rating. You really wow, that's can a real thing. I'm seeing one review yeah. that says overpriced, overrated, right. no fuckable bodies. <laughs> <laughs> no fuckable bodies. Yeah, the uh, accommodations weren't really great. Uh, <laughs> that one showed me a dead body, uh, which I think is pretty shitty. <laughs> That's fucking hilarious. Yeah. Um, is my my computer's not being glitchy right now? Is it? Does no. it matter? It's actually. I was right, gonna cool. comment that your your picture is like the clearest it's ever been. Wow. <laughs> That's good. Yeah, I'm glad it's clear because, wait, I wanted to say one thing. Can I get it off my chest? First. I want, I? and next time, next time Brett asks a question, if he can say something, he like, you know how he always asks it before yeah, he, he does. says it? Yeah. Just don't let him, don't give yeah. him, don't like, you know, Brett, I think, I think it's better if you don't. Uh, anyway, you know, Christian, what are you going to do? Someone's got to pre- prevent this podcast from becoming total dead air. Uh, <laughs> 
Uh, the thing, and it do- Whitmer saying the new normal really dovetailed perfectly into something that I know I was selfish last episode about kind of just talking about what I like, Taylor Swift, and among other things. The new normal dovetails perfectly into this discussion. The new Strokes album, which is called The New Abnormal, yeah. which I am an enormous fan of that band, The Strokes, and I will say this, I have sent it multiple times to one Christian Duran yeah. to currently no avail. I don't think he's listened to it. I've listened to it zero times. Even though I told you that the strokes were really dipping into that clock hand strangle sound. <laughs> well, I've said this before. <laughs> I have said this many times, and this is something I know about myself. If the you, strokes fucking suck. <laughs> yes, I've made that. That's my. That's been my mission statement for Christian has said it several times. <laughs> my no. My thing is, if you recommend something to me, I will not watch it, uh, and that's anybody. Really? Yeah. It's because it's because as soon as you recommend something to me, and I go, okay, I'll check it out. The, then every time I see you is going to be, did you check it out? Did you check it out? And I resent that person for it and because you gave me a homework assignment. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's the homework, the homeworkification of it that makes me not want to do it. Chris, Christian sees his friends giving him recommendations that maybe they can bond over as fucking homework. <laughs> yeah. I'm not, and I, I actually agree with you, Christian. Depending on the level of friendship or friendship, like, you know, when you work in an office, you know, when I worked in an office, I'd have people be like, oh, you got to read that book. You're like, are you out of your mind? We're not close. That's the number one thing, by the way, that I won't do. If you recommend anything, if it's a book, I'm like, dude, I'm not wasting 500 pages on you. Like, (laughs) that is too big of a time suck for me to hate this thing. Like, if you want me to watch a movie, it takes an hour and a half, two hours tops. Sure, I'll fucking do it at some point. But I won't read a book anybody recommends me. Well, especially someone that you're not even that close with, because it's like, what, I need to enhance the two conversate three minute conversations we have a week. <laughs> like, I'm gonna, I need to take that to the next level. No. But yeah. I think with one of your really close friends and maybe I'm going out on a live that limb here and considering Christian one of my close friends. <laughs> yeah, that's a little. <laughs> I'm, I'm a pretty little very presumptuous. Christian. Yeah. Yeah. Christian's close friends list might be zero, but um, <laughs> no, it, he has one. It's me. That's pretty much you know. <laughs> that's it. <laughs> me and Christian. <laughs> and and little, that's all. Yeah. And I mean, close friends. I wouldn't yeah. put you in that category either. <laughs> yeah, that's. Yeah. I wouldn't even say that's presumptuous. That's ambitious, right? <laughs> <laughs> like no, a boy but, can only dream. But you know, because uh, somebody fairly recently was like. Um, was telling me about this like comic, this graphic novel or whatever. And we were talking about it, and she was like, "Oh, I'll, I'll, you know, I'll bring it in, and I'll give it to you, so you can read it." And I was like, "Don't, don't do that, don't do that." Yeah, don't. Because it's don't. just because it's gonna sit on my desk, and you'll never get it. And I, you know what? It'll sit on my desk, and the the edges are gonna get torn. And I'm gonna give it to you in a worse condition because I put a <laughs> bunch of boxes and shit on it because I never read it. <laughs> And or it was in your backpack and yes, it just it's like gonna get crumpled. it's folded around and crumpled. Yeah, so I was like I will, I was like I will get it on an iPad. I'll put it on an iPad and I'll read it that way cuz like don't especially don't give me stuff to 
don't physically give me homework. You know? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I it's, hear that. it's like, dude, it's a song. Like, I'm not even asking you to listen to. It's one, give one song. That's three and a half to five minutes of listening. You can still be doing other shit, doing dishes. But that's the thing too, though. Like for me, like listening to music has been something that. Like, for, traditionally for me, listening to podcasts and listening to music are things I do on my commute. So, like, I listen on the subway That's when true. I'm to and from comedy shows, when I have to work, when I have to do anything. That's when I listen to stuff. When I'm at home, I don't really listen to music very often. Every now and then, like, when I wake up in the morning, I might put something on as I'm cooking breakfast. So, I don't really... I don't really, I don't really uh, listen to music as much in this. That's what I'm saying. The new normal is weird. Like, I was gonna say, like when I went outside and sat in the cemetery and I had this beautiful view of the city. That was like exhilarating. Like that was like, oh my god, dude, we're outside. How crazy is this? Yeah. That's how. Like listening to music is kind of like that, where you're like, holy shit, I'm listening to music. I didn't do that, but you know, it's like a. Um, we've done this for so long that now doing anything that we used to do is like a thrill. It's like Dude, crazy exciting. One million percent because like that idea yesterday, rough day, my hard drive, my external hard drive broke. Oh. I don't know how it's just crappy and it's just crappy. And so I mean, it, the bad news is it means I at the moment have lost all of the, everything I've ever worked on. Um, that isn't elsewhere, which is a couple odds and ends, but pretty much anything I've ever worked on, I lost as of that right now. Sucks, man. Yeah, so it's probably I'm, I imagine it'll be recoverable, but then it could get pricey to the point where it becomes: is it worth spending money to recover stuff? But you do have <sighs> an for both, like you know, life posterity's sake and like looking back on memories' sake. It's nice to have. Anyway, but you to to your point that like regular shit is a thrill. I drove the hard drive to a com- ten minutes to a computer repair store. In that ten minute drive, I was like, "Dude, this is fucking awesome!" Like, yeah. like <laughs> I was like, I didn't, I never would have thought I would have missed and appreciated going to the computer hardware store. It's just like having an errand is like, wow, yeah. yeah. It's like I when you're a kid it. and like you just want to do something and your dad's like, I'm going to go to the grocery store. You're like, can I come? <laughs> <laughs> and that's like, oh, sweet. We get to take a car ride? Cool. I had to uh, go yeah. to the post office. <clears throat> they sent me they sent me something for work. Like they bought like a little, you know, if you're working from home now, they bought me a little piece for my monitor or something that I needed, right? So it, uh, I was tracking it and then the post office said it's available for pickup. And I was like, oh, shit, I'll go to the post office. So I went to the post office and, like, waited in this long-ass line with six feet of distance from everybody. And then finally get up to the counter, and they're like, oh, no, it's not here. It's out for delivery. Dude, and I, fuck that. And I still didn't think it was a waste of time. <laughs> <laughs> that's 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 so funny you're like oh great I, I, whatever i just had to, okay. burn to, some the, time to anyway. the clerk you were like what are you up to i mean you want to hang out <laughs> <laughs> what so, are you up to right now what's going on Christian, like christian's like do i hear the new strokes album <laughs> you know what's awful about that too it's like brett do you realize how many hours of wrestling podcasts i've listened to instead of <laughs> that album <laughs> That's what's so funny. It's like, dude, five, one song. If it's a great song, give it two. But you got to give it one song. I know. I sent you a good song. 
I'll check. I'll, I'll check it out. I like have to. Do you? I, I don't know what it is. I just have to. I I don't listen to that much music anymore. And well, that's what's interesting. Like it, I listen to music, but I don't listen. I find that I don't listen to new music anymore. Like yeah. I I have no desire to like discover a new band or like like check out a new album. Like there's only a f- if if Jay Z, Kendrick Lamar or Eminem come out with a new album, or Kanye, I'll be like, all right, I got to hear the new album. But other than that, I don't really... Like, the Foo Fighters, I like the Foo Fighters. I think they have a new album coming out. I have, like, no interest. Like, if I hear a single and like it, fine. But I'm like, I have, I'm not like, ooh, I can't wait to listen to that new Foo Fighters album. Like, I just don't... I don't yeah, know. I think, you get, I think you get to a certain age when, like, you just don't care about new music. Well, and that's true because the music that you care most about will be the music you discovered from age 15 to 24, 23. Yeah. And probably even, yeah, like 14 to 20 is the main hotspot. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Like high school, college. But uh, the the phases of music discovery, Mm -hmm. you do as you age, you go like, you start to be like, I got my, the people I like. If you didn't get in now, sorry, but I'm. This is who, and if they keep making new music, then I'm good. So you stop caring about old, discovering new music from new artists, and then you're like, new music from my old artists is all I need. And then I think you get to a point where like just old music from my old artists is all I need. Christian, you're probably on the third phase, right? Yeah, because I was actually talking about this with a friend of the show, Todd. Seriously, right? Friend of the show, Todd. Uh, Love Todd. We were talking about Wilco, and he sent me like this old this Wilco song from like one of their albums from like 2004. And I was like, after this album, I didn't need any more Wilco, and like not in a bad way, <laughs> just like they they completed everything they needed to complete with me. I'm de- like anything before this is great, and that's all I need from now on. And then everything everything after, I'm like, ah, it's I don't know, I'm good. But that's what's confusing is like. How are like I still like because all the people I loved when I was like a adolescent it, are still making music and it yeah. actually excites me a lot because I'm like inspired to be like these guys are still challenging themselves and still trying to make interesting different shit from their last album. Yeah, I will say this: I I don't ha- when it comes to like indie music and that that, that deal and like. I don't have a personal connection with that mu- to the artist that I do with someone like Jay Z, Kanye, or like Eminem or something like that. So like with Kanye, I'm like, every new album is like, let's see where this dude's at, let's see what new songs he's putting out. With like Wilco, I'm not like, you know, I don't know what uh, I forgot what his name is, uh, the lead singer is up to, like the songwriter. Whatever, yeah, yeah I, I don't know what his life is like. I'm like, I like his songs, but I'm not really dissecting the lyrics in the way that like a hardcore fan might so you know what's interesting is follow i know what you mean like i think what it is in in, like hip-hop and like rap albums and stuff it almost has like a kind of a sports feeling to it where like people debate sports like oh how many titles has he won how much and to me like when kedrick puts out a new album or kanye or eminem or jay-z anybody who's like iconic it's almost just like 
what do they do next? And let's it adds to their lore and their legacy. And like you could debate about it with friends. They're like, oh yeah, but what about you know the Black Album or oh, what about this album? You know, like no other like that. No other genre has that. So yeah. I think part of the reason why well that's not true. That's just relates to how big something got. So more people actually are able to. No, reference. But I don't. You I don't have think those discussions with people who listen to the Strokes or people who listen to yeah. insert whatever band here. It's just like the reason the, the rappers are our current are our pop stars. They are making the albums that are pop. They are pop music. So in terms of like the the bigness of pop, like that 25, 30 years ago, rock was pop, the pop music. So people would debate Stones albums or whatever. So it's like that. It's just you can debate Kanye albums because it's most likely everyone has listened to at least a few Kanye albums. Yeah, but like you were and Brett, you were telling me that you read this book about um the, you know, indie rock scene in the early 2000s. Um so you like you know a lot about like Julian Casablancas, who's the like the lead singer of The Strokes, right? Too much. Right, exactly. So you <laughs> so you're invested in that like journey from album to album. In, right. in a way that I'm not. So like to me I'm like Oh, I really like Room on Fire or like whatever. Is this it? But it, it doesn't go any further than the actual product or art, piece of art itself for me. Yeah, if that guy walked into my apartment and fucked my wife, I'd have no idea who he was. <laughs> I'd be like, what? Get the fuck out of here, dude. And then Brett would be in the corner like, dude, wait, it's Julian Casablancas. <laughs> Why are you here? I'm just that big of a fan. Yeah. <laughs> I just want to say, Whitmer, you could have. <laughs> He's like, these are combining the two things. Analogy. He's like, like, you could have had him. If I got walked in the grocery store, you could have said that, but you made it the analogy. funnier to make him fuck your wife, though. Is it just funnier? <laughs> <laughs> it makes it more personal. It's like it's not like if I would, because you could walk by somebody in a grocery store and not notice them, but if they're fucking your wife, you're gonna be like, oh, who's that? <laughs> Brett's in the room and like this is combining two things I love Julian Casablancas and Whitmer in pain <laughs> you would learn everything about him if that somehow occurred yeah I'd be like Julian ugh <laughs> <laughs> such a perfect hateable Whitmer name yeah. you're more annoyed at his name than the fact that he <laughs> made you cheat or your wife cheat on you but yeah, but you're a super fan. I I remember one time when we were on tour, Todd's. Uh, we went to Todd's, um, like aunt and uncle's place, and uh, they we just hung out there for like a day or two that we were just staying, you know. And uh, he was an extreme Bob Dylan fan, like mm. everything had like ticket stubs and a bunch of shit like he put on this Bob Dylan movie for us about like that Bob Dylan made and like he knows like oh yeah that song is about this when he was going through this in his life and like really obscure Bob Dylan stuff like he would he talk about him in the way that like super fans do or we're like oh yeah Bob that's Bob being Bob like <laughs> like he knows him personally but and, hey uh, you yeah we all do that, Christian. I, I mean, you talk about uh, like you masturbate to Chris Benoit and shit or whatever you <laughs> <laughs> like. We all like what I'm. I'm not gonna go miss like 
you, you're not going to say his full name every time. You could have said The Rock. Jesus. <laughs> I mean, give me a, just a psychopathic killer. I did give you a psychopathic killer. To be fair, he was, uh, he had a lot of CTE. You know, yeah, I mean, I, I do hope to never become... Like, I'm a super fan of the music, but I don't want to be a person who knows that much about a person's life outside of the art they make like you know does that make sense like yeah. i i i, I want to know about them the 50 minutes that their album is and i'll probably watch a couple interviews so i that's, agree with you to an extent brett but there are certain people who are just so fucking interesting and and odd that you just like it's almost like you, you, yeah, the, you're talking to seeing their art is just not enough like christian had this really great bit i don't know if you still do it but it's about bob dylan mm. and just like how like that guy is such a like enigma that like christian once said to me he goes like do you think bob dylan wears shorts <laughs> <laughs> and it's just like that's interesting yeah. <laughs> like i want to know does bob dylan wear shorts because like that's how weird that guy is like that guy is so weird that just seeing, just experiencing his art is almost not enough. It's like it, yeah. it makes you want to need, and you just need to know other shit about him. Yeah. Um, there's a few other people like that too who are just so interesting that you care about what they do outside of their art. But for the most part, I agree with you. Like, I, I mean, I think it's like it's like athletes and stuff. Like, you know, like I I had a bit one time about Manny Pacquiao and stuff because I really liked watching Manny Pacquiao fight and like. Uh, Sarah was like, "Did you know that he doesn't believe in abortion?" And it's like, "No, because I don't care what he thinks. Like, I don't. I like Manny Pacquiao, but I don't care enough to know what his politics are. And I feel I find that way about most art, most sports, most things that I watch. And you know, I I don't really care about the the stuff behind it. But some people, for the record, transcend. A lot of people care about Manny Pacquiao's politics, seeing as I'm pretty sure isn't he like the president now of where he's from or something? Well, I, well, I mean, he's the he's like a congressperson in the Philippines, but I think the vast majority of people who know who Manny Pacquiao are don't care. Maybe people. Oh, your, your point is valid. Your point is valid, yeah. but my point is is the the place he's from holds him to us. That's such a funny thing that politician is like in some ways like the fall forward job of people who've conquered another industry that's true yeah you know what yeah. i mean like Manny Absolutely. Pacquiao turned being a world renowned and good boxer into a congressional seat or a senator whatever equivalent he is yeah and that's i mean it's I'm true i'm not gonna do that but that's happened i mean you could say that with trump yeah so, and i God, he just ruins everything because every time someone can go, I know, and Trump, and you're yeah. like, ugh. <laughs> but it, I yeah. just, that's a good point, though, because, like, even, like, take Trump out of it, but, like, you can just say that, like, yeah. the way that people go, like, Ober should be president or The Rock should be president. It's like, they have no qualifications other than you like them a lot. They're yeah. really likable, and they've made a lot of interesting television. Yeah. Yeah. At this point, like, I do you think that there's anybody – the only people who are on the fence, I think, at this point, are liberals who are trying to talk themselves into Biden. But the people who are going to vote for Trump are already going to vote for Trump, and I don't think that that's going to change in any way at all. Like, there's, an, I want to know: Are there anybody in those battleground states who voted for Obama and then voted for Trump? 
are they still like my mind's not made up yet? Because if I feel like their mind is made up on Biden or Trump already, and I think we should just not talk about this until November, because that's how annoying Trump is. Like he says something crazy, everybody attacks him for it, and then the people defend him, and it's just this fight on the internet that just won't stop. And there's no side that's like, okay, that ingest bleach thing, that's the, what I needed to hear from Trump. Now I'm officially not on Trump's side anymore. Like, it doesn't matter. Maybe, maybe it would be good to have... I know we just talk about, like, Oprah and The Rock have no qualifications, but hear me out. Maybe it would be good to have a political party or a political candidate that we just all like. I'm talking the two most likable celebrities. There's some celebrity index that rates likability yeah. across all of the... Do you know what I'm referencing, the Christian? Q, do you know the... The Q rating. The Q rating. Yes. And if I, I've had... Someone was telling me recently the two highest Q rated people, I think, are Tom Hanks and um, Dolly Parton are the two because they both, no matter what your everything is, you like them. Dolly yeah. Parton, like... She appeals to blue-collar people, conservative people, but liberal people because she's also like an empowered feminist. But she's also not, you know, overtly political where she – so maybe it would be good for America after the most divisive president we've had in our lifetimes to have – fuck it. Tom Hanks, Dolly Parton ticket. We're all going to remember that we can like each other again and just – don't have them to have any power, but just have them be there. So we're like, oh, I love Tom Hanks. So basically, just have a like, um, like the way that England has like the Queen. They don't really have power anymore, but they're just fun for them. So we should just have a monarchy in America that we vote on every four years, along with the president. Yeah, fuck it. So Although like you- Trump's president, but we also have the King King Hanks and Queen yeah. Daddy. <laughs> you know what's funny? Apparently, the queen does because I, I thought she had no political power. Apparently, she actually has veto power. Does like she, she can veto shit if she's. This is what my girlfriend told me the other day that like she has technically it is technically still there. It's just unutilized uh, because because if she ever used it, everybody would start getting really pissed off. I mean, yeah, people probably wouldn't love it. Um, yeah. yeah. I didn't think so. I didn't think she had any power either. That's why I said when uh, Trump was running, I said they should have like made him king because it's just the title that he would like. Like He'd rather just be king of America than president. And if, if it has no real power, then everybody's happy. <laughs> like he, yeah. he, doesn't have, <laughs> he doesn't get to do anything, and he still gets to be king and just like be royal. Let Trump just be king and go on his rallies that he has, and just that's it. Let him rally up the people that. Oh man! Because well, people don't people remember about Trump for his whole career, he was never a live entertainer, and then presidency and running for president got to unlock to him how fun live entertainment is, especially when you are. I mean, you're like his whole career; he was just on TV shows. Yeah. And he yeah. got to do rallies. That was new for him. <laughs> yeah. So, like, he got to be in front of 10,000 people screaming and chanting his name. So he probably, you know, he fell in love with that. What I think people don't realize, too, is, like, the fuck you vote to have Trump in office. Because people, like, shit on... I heard, like, they people shit on Buttigieg because he was, like, too much of a politician or whatever. But here's the thing. I think 
certain jobs require a certain type of person. Like, for instance, if you opened up like a, a car lot and you needed to sell cars, you would hire like the sleazy salespeople who are like very manipulative and shitty because those are the best people to get. Like, I couldn't sell anybody a car because I'm like, do you want it? No, fine. Yeah. Do you do you whatever? But you need the person who's gonna push and like kind of not give a fuck about the person that just oh. has. The, so polit. I think politics and I think being a president is the same way. You need like a robotic, very much political. Like puts his finger in the air to see, you know, which way is the winds blowing? Because I think that kind of like taint. Like it kind of keeps people from freaking out and overreacting like the way president trump trump doesn't give a shit so he just says crazy shit and it pisses off and infuriates everybody whereas if a president is like okay the speech that i make i don't want it to piss off anybody i want it to be kind of in the middle i think that's the type of person that needs to be president you need to have like this robotic boring president who doesn't seem human you know that's like that's the best person that's, for the job well that's exactly why abe lincoln was the best president and you actually you need someone who seems like they're kind of in the middle but is secretly a progressive um because and they need to be progressive selectively at the right times otherwise you're just going to lose even the kind of progressive people which is basically what abe lincoln's presidency was was just him progressing the american people to a point where he wasn't always like we need to get him here he also progressed himself but he knew he was more progressed than the american people and events needed to happen to convince them of his arguments so he'd wait for them to get here and then he would be let then he would also like say what needed to be said when they got there yeah, and it's like it, it sucks to a degree because like I fully believe that Obama and Hillary Clinton were two people who didn't actually not believe in gay marriage and just kind of waited until it was politically acceptable to believe in gay marriage <laughs> and then started to endorse it. <clears throat> and people would shit on their character for that. They'd be like, oh, you only believe things. But I think it's a politician it's important to have private beliefs and public beliefs and make them separate because you could be secretly working towards uh, gay marriage being legalized, but if you ask the average person, you'd be like, oh, no, I I think marriage is between a man and a woman, but you're secretly working to get it passed. You know what I mean? Because mm -hmm. I think it takes that duality, and some people say two-facedness or whatever, but I would say, like, uh, duality of a person um, to actually, like, get it done. And, like, you have to be that way, I think. Right. Yeah. I mean, I I am inclined to agree with you, but I think on like moral, you know, I don't on certain moral stuff. You like the gay marriage is a moral issue in addition to what like law legal or whatever. So it can be more cynical or frustrating when a politician is uh, on the fence. It's obviously way easier in 2020 to retrospect it. But also, like, Obama wasn't in favor of it until his second term. People but that's what that I mean, Trump, though. The like, reality of Trump is he was the first president entering office to be in favor of gay marriage. That's that was funny. Obama, that's but, true. But that's, that's the thing, true. though. Like, do you think that if Obama was for gay marriage running against McCain, I think that it would have hurt him. So in, in a reality is if we wanted to get gay marriage passed, we would need a president who would be elected who would kind of right. put in motions because he put on like the Supreme Court decided in, but he elected like 
it was either one or two people on the Supreme Court sure, to kind of yeah. push it over the edge. So if Obama just pretended to be against it but secretly for it and then got into office and then picked a Supreme Court judge who would be for it, and then all of a sudden it went to a vote, and now all of a sudden we have gay marriage and it's legalized federally throughout the whole country, like that is results. So at the end of the day, if he was pretending to be against it when he was really for it, it doesn't really matter because the so results are exactly. matter. So. So it's like it sucks because it's kind of like the ends justify the means, and it's like lie, cheat, and steal your way to to you know to to hey, the result. Go, go that on you the want. record and say Obama lied, cheated, and stole his <laughs> way into gay marriage being legal. That's right, God damn it! But I mean, it's kind of like the point, though. It's like you, he did kind of have to lie about his convictions, assuming that. We take him at his word, or that you don't sure, take him at, yeah. his, and which I don't. I don't think that there's a universe where Obama was anti-gay marriage in '08. I just think that he had to be anti-gay but marriage. That's, right. That's the rub of politics. That's why it's politics. Is what are you able to get away with given where the public's at? Exactly. And that's, that's why, why I think I, it takes a person who that's not dripping with like genuineness, if that's a word, like to be a, actually an effective politician. Yeah, that's why people loved Bernie Sanders is because he actually wasn't really a politician. He was an activist disguised as a politician. And there's a lot of good to that, and uh, for a lot of people at least. I want to go back, if you're okay with this, and uh, because I just, it was open on my tab and then I just saw it. We have, uh, there's some one-star reviews for the Greenwood Cemetery. Oh, no. <laughs> and can I just read you briefly please. once? Please, please. This is from Brian L. in Brooklyn, and he said, Attempted to visit my family plot while riding my motorcycle. Security got off their lazy bottoms and stopped me from getting through the gate. They said motorcycles are not permitted inside the gate. I asked why and was not given an answer. Here's what annoys me. There's a it's lot like, that's annoying about that review. <laughs> can you just park your motorcycle outside the cemetery and walk in, you idiot? Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I I have a hot take that I think everybody with a motorcycle is a fucking asshole. <laughs> like, you don't have the right to have a loud vehicle next to me. Like, you, why do you get to ruin my day because of your small dick or whatever the reason you need to have a loud fucking motorcycle? Like, I, like this actually happened when we were leaving the cemetery. We were left the cemetery. We're walking down Fifth Avenue and Park Slope. It's a beautiful day. It's residential. It's quiet. And then this dickhead just goes, blah, 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 blah. Like, why do you get to ruin my day? Who are you to get to ruin my day with the noise of your shitty bike that only you like? Fuck you. Fuck you. See, the way you know, the thing that annoys me about this is when he said uh, the security guard got off his bottom. And I'm like, ew. First of all, ill. <laughs> Secondly, that doesn't sound like a guy riding a motorcycle. That's like a Vespa guy who would use that <laughs> sentence. Yeah, that's so is funny. he like, is he mad that he couldn't ride his fucking chopper through? He was mad he couldn't ride his chopper into a, a cemetery. <laughs> Literally disrupting everybody. See, that's the thing. If you have a motorcycle, you you lack empathy for people around you because that's the only way that you could enjoy being on a motorcycle in a residential area. Now, if you take your motorcycle out to the highway and go crazy, good for you, whatever, who gives a shit? 
But if you're in a residential area and you're being loud with your motorcycle, you you lack empathy for humans around well, that's you. that's up societally in that, like, we shat on Vespa owners and we would be like, oh, pansy or oh, yeah. like, we applied all those completely arbitrary notions of toughness and coolness yeah. to Vespas to call them like, oh, you're like a pussy if you drive a Vespa. Vespa owners or Vespas in and of themselves are way better for the community because like you said wit they're people who aren't assholes because they aren't loud they don't yeah. go room room and eat, just fuck up the the serenity that an area might be having with noise so we should have been like no vespa owners are doing it right yeah totally well it's like prius owners they're doing it right too but they get shit on as well but yeah but like you're a bitch if you drive one of those <laughs> <laughs> So this dude is like mad and that's the thing like people do get mad at the cemetery because you're not allowed to jog through it and you're not allowed to walk your dog in it and people are like why I'm like because people buried their family there and it's not your place to just do a fucking exercise or have your dog shit like there has to be some sort of respect held for this area. Yeah. You can't just have a fucking asshole on a motorcycle or fucking someone doing CrossFit next to where my uncle's laying. You know, like, like I don't know, like, have some respect for the dead a little bit. I mean, I don't know. It's People spend a lot of money to make memorials for their, their loved ones that died. And do I think that that's dumb in a way? Yeah, because I think that there's no God. And I think when you die, you just disappear forever. And yeah. who gives a shit? But. That does, they don't think that. They think it's real. They think they can go talk to their fucking grandfather there. So, like, that's a place that you have to, like, let be that. Like, you can't just completely co-opt it for your own. Like, like <clears throat> excuse me, I almost feel bad leisurely walking through the place because I don't have anybody buried there. But I don't because it's really pretty. But I'm saying, like, there has to be some sort of, like, regard for the purpose of the place. Yeah, no, definitely. Uh, even though I do agree with you that cemeteries are dumb because they're a waste of public land. Yeah. And they restrict land usage. And I do even think burying and being in a coffin, but it's also like, hey, whatever, you do you. I'm not. I it, It's just a waste of, especially in New York, a cemetery, you look at that and you're like, oh, that could be that could be something. But it, in in my opinion, it is something because the juxtaposition of all of the other urban landscapes, and then all of a sudden you have this giant, beautiful uh, cemetery that has grass and trees, and it's just so different than the rest of the area. And it's also there's his, there's history there. Like that's something I do. I will say, I think the idea of like having a giant headstone and and burying yourself in a coffin i think it's like like you said it's like wasteful and all this other shit but you walk to the cemetery there's like like you read all the gravestones there's a lot of history there's a lot of important people who found in new york city that are buried there and it's kind of cool to kind of go through and you can learn the history of like the people and like who they were as people and it's also right where like this um civil war sorry uh revolutionary war the battle of brooklyn was it was right there so to me it's cool there's a lot of history involved and i think there's definitely value in that outside of just land 
Oh, look at this. I have a five-star review from Nick W. But, uh, for just Greenwood before, Cemetery. <laughs> just before you go into that, I just want to say, it is just funny to me that, like, nobody ever sees themselves as an imposition. So even the idea yeah. that, like, how come I right. can't jog in this graveyard? It's like, well, because, like, I want to play Frisbee with my dog. Like, maybe that Frisbee is going to fly in the face of some lady mourning her husband. Like, yeah. how about fucking right, right. just chill? Right. How about not be, don't do everything you want to do all the fucking time yeah because of other people that that is the central thesis that i think if you're able to have that ability to understand that you don't get to do what you maximum want to do all of the time that is a form of intelligence and some people genuinely don't have that and it comes through on like Pointless they're, littering. They're protesting like, fucking right yeah, now. Yeah, I was going to say the protest <laughs> right now too. is the perfect example of that. It's like, but I want to go to Lowe's and buy seed for my lawn. Uh, bigger picture there, Chuck. Okay, <laughs> think of the bigger picture, you fucking idiot. This isn't about, like, this is the thing, too. Like, that's what annoys the shit out of me. Here's what annoys me. Like, it's yeah. like, they, they talk about, like, the, the rights and their civil rights yeah. and shit. And they're like, oh, this is against my rights. You're right to what? Go buy lawn equipment? So you just want to be a consumer. You just want to go buy shit, and that's what's having you in a tiff right now? It's not really the fact that you think that the government is keeping you in your house, and that's a obstruction of my rights. You just want to go to Lowe's. You're a fucking idiot, dude. You're, you're, like, you just want to go buy shit. That's all you are. You're a fucking... Uh, these people piss me Can off. Can I to tell know you why, why I want the lockdown to be over? Why I'm pissed off about not being able to leave my house? Is because I want to go out and I want to go burn down a 5G tower, but I can't <laughs> because the fucking government won't let me. What exactly is the conspiracy theory with 5G? I just keep seeing 5G, but I don't like. I need to Basically, explain. Basically, like, there are some people who think that coronavirus is being spread by 5G rays, towers, towers and that. That's <sighs> and I'm not even saying that we don't know that. There could be some bad shit from having cell phones around. Don't go destroy a tower, idiot. But, like, to think... It's it's a level of, like, willful conspiracy think. It's almost yeah. like yeah. you have to buy... It's, it's it, has the, it has, the, honestly, the same level of intellect as... Well, there was no coronavirus, and then Tom Papa put out a special, and now there's coronavirus. So Tom Papa must have caused the coronavirus. That's the same. Like it's the same thing. It's the same level of fucking insanity. I know it's like a big scary tower and stuff, but it's yeah. so. And there's also the, the coronavirus in so many different countries, and there's only five G in like three countries right now. So how could you possibly fucking explain that? It's people are dumb. I, yeah, well, but no, go ahead, ahead, no, no, yours is better. Yours is a better point. <laughs> Mine no, was a dead air filler. No, it's just <laughs> uh, <laughs> um, no, it's just it's funny because I'm reading like I'll read conspiracy theories about this stuff, and it's like I don't believe any of it, but it does. Like you go like yeah, if you wanted it to fit, it it fits. Like because uh, if you read the Bible, like the Book of Revelations has all these prophecies about the end of the world and all this stuff, and one of the big ones is that like. Um, basically that people won't be able to afford like bread literally says bread in the Bible, but you meaning, you know, whatever essentials. So you can't afford bread. So you have to get the mark of the beast, which is the devil's mark. And then only then can you like, will you be able and allowed to buy products and stuff like that? 
and yeah. just be stand. Otherwise, you're like, if you're a Christian, you won't get the mark of the beast, and you'll basically die. But it'll be fine because you'll go to heaven. Um, uh-huh. <laughs> you'll be raptured. Wait. wait, wait, wait. Say this again. I'm sorry. Just to make sure you won't be able to afford bread, like a, your ascent bread. Yeah, survival. Things. You get the mark of the beast. Is that a branding? Like you get. So my my dad was really in on this. This was part of like the the whole Clinton conspiracy thing. Is the mark of the beast was essentially at that time talked about as like a computer chip under the skin, and that's when like and it would act as like a credit card, essentially. Yeah, and basically it's like the mark of the beast is that is is a symbol of like this this chip under the skin, and basically when you put the chip under the skin, like the government has full control over you and this that and the other. Yeah. And then you mm-hmm. can, and then, and that will be the only way to buy stuff. So there's no cash, there's no whatever. You have to use your chip. And if you refuse to get the chip, then you can't buy anything. So that, so people were going like, oh, well, this is where it starts. Like, you know, control everybody by having them indoors, then, uh, and the virus, and then, um, given the vaccine. And if you don't have the vaccine, you're not allowed to be out in public and you can't do anything. So, blah 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 like and the vaccine has contaminating things that control you so the government can keep track of you and it's like yeah if you want it to fit it'll fit but i mean it, it's like that's you know how much work that is i know for and, the government and at like, the end that's of, too much at the end of the day we're all like i know joe reagan says a lot but we're all like monkeys you know what I mean? like i never believe in the illuminati because like if there's ten guys in a in a cigar filled room, cigarette smoke filled room, those ten guys are still gonna fucking bicker with each other and try to fuck each other over. You know what I mean? Like at the end totally. of the day, they're all one of them's gonna want more power than the other one. Especially like you think about it, the top, the top, the top, top. These people have more ego than anybody. So do you think they're really gonna work together? They're gonna be like, no, fuck all of you. I'm gonna try to take everything for myself. I think it's so funny that people think. Christian, you hit the nail on the head. Is like that the level of organization exists to control the whole world, though the way that people think they do. And I also think that you don't need to be able to control the whole world to to get shit done. It's so I always think about this like with like we talked about it last week, like with Russia spending all the money on nukes, and then they realized that all they had to do with ruin the country was just make a Facebook account and piss off our grandmothers. Yeah. It's the same thing with like in China. They're, they're like they have this brutal dictatorship that controls their people. It's like just look at America. You don't have to be a brutal dictator to basically have a population of dumb people who will always go against their best interests and let the ruling class keep going. You don't even need to like it's. You don't need to have all this crazy top-down power. All you need to do is just have a system like this that rewards the one percent, and then that you can just do it on your own and just you can be bill gates or whatever and you're fine call me like whatever you want to call me socialist or whatever i propose that we change the name on all airlines from first class to ruling class (laughs) 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 like i just so people like let's remind people what's happening here whenever we can and then sometimes you get upgraded like oh shit i get to be a member of the ruling class for two and a half hours But that's what it kind of is. I mean, first class flights, I've been upgraded once. And I I contend that being upgraded is a higher high than just having that life. Oh, of course. But obviously having that life is better if you could throw away 
don't know. Nine hundred dollars on a fucking two hour. <laughs> it's uh, it's um, it's really funny. First class is so different. <laughs> I mean, I've talked about it before, but it is, it is crazy. Oh, uh, this is what I want to talk about. JetBlue is saying that uh, starting May fourth, that you have to wear a mask or some kind of face covering while you fly. So, and then I was reading Twitter and Nathan McIntosh, very funny comic, made the point that like, it's going to get to a point where it's like, first class is not going to have to. (laughs) 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 And you're just going to be in coach like, uh, can I take off my mask? Like I can't breathe. Nope. If you want to pay extra for an upgrade, then yes. (laughs) That's fucking hilarious. It's because rich people's breath is just better than (laughs) ours. It's just the finer O2 element. Um, Dude, that, that's really, really, really funny. There's like two um, things I wanted to just like go back on real quick. You were talking about how I was talking about Bob Dylan or whatever and like being – the thing is like being obsessed with like a, a musician or whatever. But um, the thing is not so much that I'm obsessed with Bob Dylan like as a guy and like as an artist. It's like – it's like somebody like Bob Dylan and David Lynch who make like weird, like esoteric art. I just don't know how they exist in society. You know what I mean? Like how do you make blue velvet where a fucking dude takes like uh, hits of ether every five minutes and like goes, nah, nah, and there's like a musical sequence that doesn't make any sense. And then how are you still like, you have to go to Walmart at some point. Right. Right. Like, right. Like, yeah, it's, it's like the same thing as like, if you saw Charles Manson, in like a grocery store reading a nutrition label you'd be like what the fuck is that like it's just like i just don't know how that is like he's I like think uh, Mar- we yeah like well like marilyn manson uh, he's like the exactly, devil yeah. guy like yeah. that guy still to his friends is like hey does anyone want to go play tennis like he but he's like i need some potassium on my diet do you yeah. think this has potassium <laughs> to his friends like, why does the fucking why does the fucking antichrist need potassium <laughs> yeah, exactly yeah to his friends he's just dwight you know like yeah <laughs> and he uh, is oh yeah. sorry go ahead no, he is. His name is Brian Warner. Oh, uh, yeah. He's just Brian to his mom. Yeah. He was like the devil back when he came out. Like, he was so, such a scary figure. Yeah. And now he's, I don't know, even, I'm sure he's just like a dude. Like, he probably has sketchers. That's what I, I like, wanna, that's what I think about. You know what I want to say? I, I, I agree. Like, he, because I think people were really like, oh my God, he's the devil. <laughs> but I think what it is is because it wasn't his cameras. So I'm telling you, if you had your own fucking your social media where you made vlogs, where you did what he was doing. Yeah. People would be like, dude, what a fucking loser. (laughs) (laughs) Like if you were like some, you know, someone and they're putting their hair forward, long hair, dyed jet black (laughs) eyeliner. That's black eyeliner. You'd be like, someone help. Greg, he's become a fucking. <laughs> That's a great point. Is that now we're in the era of like everybody has to put out their own content. Yeah. So if you were like putting that out, you would be seen as a fucking lunatic. But <laughs> the way it used to be was like, oh, everybody's just capturing how crazy this guy is, and we're they're putting right. it on their platform. Yeah, it's such it's, a di- it's a really smart point because it's it's just like it just changes the context just a little bit because the guy's still fucking weird. He's but still people are looking attention. at attention. Yeah, exactly. It's like the difference between like 
like a nature show filming a grizzly bear or versus a grizzly bear making his own fucking face tie. You know what I mean? Like <laughs> It really demystifies grizzly bear. Yeah. He's you got a like, front facing bear, camera video. You, you're immediately like, dude, this bear sucks. <laughs> but a nature show, you're like, this is unbelievable. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like, it's not even that impressive. That yeah, the it's grizzly just, bears like they're not hey guys. <laughs> yeah, going what back is- to I had one more point that I wanted to hit. No, Isn't it funny? It. We're all over the place in this podcast. It doesn't matter. Uh, going back to like the Trump stuff and everything, and like the statement he made about putting disinfectant in the body would be great. Basically, isn't it funny how like facts? now just facts like somebody said this it's a fact that he said this has become like the blue dress gold dress or Lonnie Laurel like people just Mm. like are debating on what they heard and what they saw and like it's this huge Mm. debate it's like that happened with like I think it was one of the earlier podcasts we talked about this like the New York Times put up this math equation and like it was like a algebra equation and you had to use PEMDAS to like break it down to figure out what the answer was well like for some reason it was like somewhat tricky of a problem and it depended on once you got to like the third level if you did division first or multiplication first and um it started this huge debate in the comments about what the real answer of the question was it's like there there, there's only one answer it's a math problem this is not a debate this is not up to your interpretation it's this is there is a there is one correct answer and people are fighting People are, that's like kind of what everything is. It's just people fighting about everything. Trump said to put bleach in your body. No, he didn't. He was being sarcastic, you fucking libtard. <laughs> and it's like everybody's just, it's, a, it's just honestly nauseating. I hate Facebook. I hate everything. Yeah, but the reason people can't admit he said something is because, ugh, ugh. Whatever. He's just really not yeah. bright. Um, I want to say this about the, the president and not, you know, I'm saying the role of president. But like once you're done, does Obama have like a new book coming out? Probably. I mean, he should. Like, I know he's doing Netflix, Netflix stuff, but like, he, he's not writing it, but yeah. he's talking with someone who's writing it. Yes. But like once you're done being president, once you're an ex-president, like you don't get another job. You know, like, there's nothing left be- to do, right? <laughs> you know what I mean? You don't just, like, you don't do anything else. So it's, like, it's weird that more presidents, more ex-presidents just aren't like Trump, just talking, like, crazy. You know what I mean? Just, like, I'm untouchable. I've already been president, so I can say whatever the fuck I want. Like, I can expose all the secrets if I need to. Or, like, I don't know. I, I just kind of love the idea of a president getting a normal job. Like you go into work and they're like, oh, Christian, here's your new deskmate, Barack. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> like he needs the money. So yeah. he gets, gets, you know, a job that pays like 70 or 60 grand a year. He's yeah. like, I don't know. I'm tied on cash. Like I was watching the uh, I was watching the Jordan documentary last night, which is fantastic. It and really the, is. It was the the uh, I'm not even a basketball fan, but it's like interesting. To, it's an interesting documentary. But like the the Dennis Rodman episode is just like, yeah. you know, like at the time, like nobody would tell you what was going on. Mm-hmm. But like 20 years removed, you know, like everybody's saying whatever Carmen Electra's being interviewed and like talking about how she got caught by Michael Jordan under the covers with Dennis Rodman and all this stuff. It's like these stories would have never come out at the time. So I'm like, my question is like, how come like 
there's no crazy stories from ex pres like Bill Clinton should have like had an insane documentary already. Yeah, I wonder if it's because he's still alive because there's shit that came out about Kennedy about like him and Marilyn Monroe and like he had uh, another woman who he was sleeping with and he was doing all these drugs and there's like this like um it's I don't even know if it's a conspiracy because correct me if I'm wrong if, I mean I'm, I'm sure you guys aren't aware but apparently there is this story of this woman who was trying to infiltrate the White House uh, and sleep with Kennedy and get him to do like hallucinogenic drugs to try to like free his mind to to what's actually happening and apparently she got at least as far as fucking Kennedy like it's pretty documented <laughs> that she was fucking the president so anyway she ended up dead or something like that and there's all these like conspiracies about like what happened with her and stuff but uh, I forget why did we start to- oh yeah so these crazy shit these things especially about the Clintons will definitely come out when their like political machine doesn't have as much power as it has now their involvement in, in Epstein is real. I mean, it's not just me saying that. It's documented. Like, people would say, this is how many times Bill Clinton was on that guy's airplane. I mean, that's it's like the, no one's making that up. I do want to laugh about when Bill Clinton was asked about it. He was like, oh, I think I was on it a few times. Look at the flight log, and it's it's literally like 32. And you're like, <laughs> "Yeah, oh, yeah, a few times, big guy? And that's all the times it was only logged. Yeah, like if there was like a like I feel like to me being like running a pedophile island and being associated with it. There's not a person who I in the world that I'm associated with that could become like who who would be a secret pedophile that I wouldn't know. You know what I mean? Wait, My point is like Bill Clinton. <laughs> yeah, Bill. Like, <laughs> let me take these glasses off. Yeah. Go yeah. shave. If if. If Brett was running a secret pedophile ring and you'd be like, Nick Whitmer recorded 55 podcasts with Brett Raybould, yeah, that's legitimately like, yeah, that's suspicious. Like, you, if he's that close of friends with them, yeah. like, he he had to know something or had some sort of suspicions. Right. Yeah. Um, so, uh, more so, like, how does Brett Raybould afford to run a pedophile ring making, like, 16 grand a year doing stand-up comedy. <laughs> uh, unemployment, that's how. I, 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 I off of unemployment. My point is, though, that Clinton had to know something was up riding that plane as many times as he did and having a relationship with the guy running this whole thing. He had to have known something was up. Even if he wasn't participating in it, he had to know something was up and then still choose to be like, eh, it's, he's just Jeffrey being Jeffrey, you know? Yeah. That, yeah. I mean, I'm sure he was aware he was getting laid, and that at least he was aware he was getting laid, and maybe got laid with him. Who yeah. Knows? Who knows? They do. Actually, Clinton does. Know. <laughs> Bill Clinton yeah. does know. So it's not who knows. It's that guy knows. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. I don't trust any of a. Uh, yeah, I don't trust any of those motherfuckers. That's why Bush was interesting because at least Bush terrible president as many would argue probably correctly that he was at least he felt like a good person and i know people would go he's a war criminal and i kind of feel like you know what we all a little bit were war hawks in 2001 so why don't we all realize that yeah they probably lied they well they did 
but like we all wanted war yeah. like that if you look at uh, the ratings of who wanted us to go to war after 9-11 oh, everybody fucking everyone but like bernie sanders and the dixie chicks i've said yeah. it before those are the only four people who didn't <laughs> want to go to war you know what's funny you might actually find this interesting is that when i was living with my dad uh post mountain uh, living with my dad yeah. at the time of the um, Iraq invasion. And I remember being like, I remember watching it on the news that night as if it was like a fucking sporting event that the, oh, the evasion's happening tonight. Hell yeah. I remember being so happy that we were doing something about this and being like, yeah, go kick their ass. And my dad was the one going like, yeah, I don't. I don't know if this is a good idea. <laughs> and like, my dad was like, I don't really know. I don't really think that. My dad, like, called it before anybody uh, with this whole Iraq shit. He was, like, one of the only people who I knew were against this in the invasion. And he worked for the Bush administration at the Pentagon. Um, I mean, he was a civilian. He didn't have any type of intel or anything. But um, that's a pretty interesting thing. But you're right, for the most part. Everybody was a war hawk after 9-11. And I'll say this, like, Bush... Bush, I wish Bush, I wish Trump would have done what Bush did, because Bush only wanted to be president to make his dad proud, and Trump, like Christian said, he just wanted to be president to be the president. I really wish Trump would just be like a puppet, the way Bush was, and had like somebody like a Dick Cheney actually running things. Obviously not Dick Cheney, but like a trusted type of person, because then it's just like, oh, this guy just wanted to be president for his ego, and now that he's president, like he has what he wanted, let's let somebody actually run the country, and not yeah. let this fucking lunatic do it. Like, Bush at least was like, hey, I just wanted to win. Now that I'm winning... Cheney, you can really run shit. I'm just going to be the guy. I'm just going to be the face. Point you know, that's all. Yeah. So and have a southern accent, yeah. despite yeah. no one else in my family having one. What? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Imagine if fucking Christian's brother was like, yeah. hey, y'all. hey, what's up, man? How you doing? <laughs> just, just, just normal, like, hey, what's up, guys? <laughs> it's just hey, weird hey, when one family. Hey, Holmes. <laughs> <laughs> And for the record, that impression of that Hispanic accent is what Bush's version of a Southern accent is. <laughs> Cartoonish version of the accent. Hey, I'm Christian Duran's brother. <laughs> like, what? <laughs> hey, man, me and Christian, we grew up down there, down there with, uh, with, uh, in Florida. Yeah. <laughs> I like how he forgot. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, what's up, man? How you doing, homie? Hey, I'm from Florida. I like that you just make him like the, the, the traditional, like, uh, what do they call like, the Mexican cholo? Gangsters? Yeah, the cholo. <laughs> to me, he's like a Jacksonville redneck. You guys, you guys, Oh, yeah. I don't know, man. It is funny how people, people have really forgotten how bad how bad Bush was and how much people hated him. And that's why I think like when Trump's out of office, I think a lot of people are going to go, man, that was crazy. But you know, at least he didn't ruin anything too bad. I I don't know. I guess he's done some pretty bad stuff, but at the same time, I'm like, it, is he worse than Bush yet? Uh, I mean, I'm not in the, terms of like <laughs> things that have actually, and I don't want to talk about Trump too much anymore, but like, it's, it's, too far gone. it's too far gone. I know, yeah. Well, so 
I, I, the Which people is, who are still listening are the people who made it through. So, <laughs> if you're still listening to this, you're not tired of the Trump stuff yet. So, I think we can spend three more minutes on this. I think we'll go my, back to Avatar. My, yeah, please. <laughs> <laughs> my, my opinion of it is is that Bush was like aware. Bush was a like they be he became president and like the neoconservative movement became a thing, similar to like the way the alt right thing came became a thing. But I think that Bush and all them had this idea of, like, they wanted to be seen as patriots and heroes and a good presidents and all those types of things. And I think Trump is like let like completely let go of that. And now he yeah. just wants to be he just wants to get ratings and he wants to be like the big star and he wants to be talked about. Like he loves when he's being talked about. I think so. Right. I think Bush Bush was actually had long term policies on his mind of like things that he could do to change America for the better. Like he was more idealistic about what he wanted America to look like. Whereas I think Trump took advantage of people. (laughs) Yeah. Well, I think Trump, Trump took advantage of people who thought that way. uh, And he fed into those people like the alt-right, but I don't know if he's like serving their agenda as much as like Bush was serving the agenda of his constituency. Uh, I think Trump is just because he just wants to piss people off and make, make headlines now. Yeah, which he could do if he just had a show. Um, yep. And it wouldn't feel so terrible. Hey, can I tell you something that, as a, a lighter thing uh, that frustrates me? And now is your opportunity to not answer, as you said you would earlier in the podcast. Uh, here's what's annoying me. the I checked my bank statement, and I got charged $65 by LinkedIn Premium. Here's the catch. I never registered for LinkedIn Premium. I swear to God, I am convinced that they, because I have a, I do have a LinkedIn, I'm convinced that they just auto-subscribed me. Yeah. I swear to God. I, I called Bank of America. I was furious. And I said, this is a faulty charge. They actually took it off my account. Yeah. Um, That's but great. I, I, I just want to talk about business models that their business model is, and this isn't what happened, but the business model where, here, take a free trial. And their business model is that you forget to right. undo free yeah. trial. Yeah. So yep. that on day 31, you're like, oh, fuck, I just gave $40 to yep. whatever. I That comp- that should be an illegal company. That yeah. is, if it's yeah. a free trial, it's a free trial for 30 days. There is no, oh, you forgot to cancel the thing that was free, so now we get $100. By the way, this is not, not to get too pol- political again about this but like that's these are the politicians i love the ones that like f- just get elected for to like outlaw shit like this <laughs> like you know the guy <laughs> who runs on that platform only yeah i love those guys but it's like but that's like local shit where yeah. the guy like we need to in it's stuff that you're like actually yeah yeah that's a great if every idea. politician got rid of one fucking annoying thing yeah. it'd be a great place <laughs> and it, there's there are people who'll be like they'll run off the platform of like red light cameras are need to go yeah and they get elected because you know it's a local guy that's you're like yeah, yeah. that directly affects me but i also uh before quarantine and everything started i was doing this joke about how spectrum cable they just like 
charge me a little bit more money. They just charge me like 10 bucks every month. And I would have to call them and be like, you just charge me $10 extra. And their response was just, ah, you got me. Like, <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. They're just trying to. Yeah. <laughs> we do it for our convenience, but it's kind of weird that like we just give these companies our bank information to charge us monthly. Like they could really just skim off the top so easily. They like do. if you like let's just say you uh like something that doesn't have an established price like Netflix or something like that. But if you if you like maybe the cable company is a good example, you could literally just add if you, let's say you had 10 million subscribers to your thing you could just charge an extra 20 cents for no reason at all and just 20 cents times 10 million and that's just your money now <laughs> you know what I mean? you right. could just do that no one would have any idea no one would be like hey what's this extra 20 cents here you could just do it yeah and if people who did notice it was an extra 20 cents it's such a low amount that it's not worth the time any amount yeah. of time to get back right because once you've spent over uh, two minutes on it, you're now losing money if you value your time. Yeah. Exactly. That is, so it's the perfect amount of money that they can charge you or to where you won't go, hey. Mm-hmm. Right. I mean, they, they have to be doing it all the time. Also, like, where does the toll money go when you pay a toll to go over a bridge? Like, doesn't that seem. It's supposed where to does go that over the money roads. Go? But, what does that mean? Though? Doesn't our taxes go to the roads? And how come the roads all suck? Like, did you notice that none? This is all. I swear this to God, this is new campaign. New Weber's new campaign as a politician, and his slogan is, "How come the roads all suck?" <laughs> I would vote for I, you. So, dude, I was a tour guide. I'd be like, I, "How come like, the roads do suck?" <laughs> I, the rent is too damn high. If you want to know how terribly bumpy and shitty roads are just become a tour guide on a bus that's driving around in your city that you're standing on and talking to people on and you realize that you're like you're like who what so not only do we pay more taxes than anybody you also charge us to drive on these roads and they all are still terrible like i'm telling you there is a dude in a mansion somewhere who just has the money from tolls funneled into his account and nobody knows i swear to god that's the only explanation the, who what like there's no way that they're using the money to pay for the roads because all the roads suck i i agree with you yeah i, don't uh, know where this I will is... vote for you for that platform <laughs> um yeah i i think uh going back to that point earlier about like giving your bank information just so haphazardly i think yeah i'm sure there's like some company or like some your bank probably in the terms and services somewhere they've just like said we can take any money at any time that you've already agreed to i i don't it's crazy to me that no company has just like take like netflix should just like empty everybody's accounts and then file for chapter 11 bankruptcy (laughs) 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 just go like well you're all fucked (laughs) <laughs> that's so it's actually a genius way to run a company christian is the most ruthless capitalist and he figured out the best loophole of all time where they could just have all of the money in the world remember in goodfellas uh when like the guy's mob he, he basically brought the mob into the bar to protect the bar and then the mob just started looting the bar and then yeah. they had to burn the bar down for insurance money you could, I think that's what like that movie pass did 
Remember Movie yeah. Pass that came out? Yes. So they charged like, everybody like 10 bucks a month and they could just go see whatever movie they wanted. I think what they did is they did like the Planet Fitness model where they just got a whole bunch of people to sign up, hoping that they wouldn't take them up on it. Yeah. But what they did is every the same time every month, they got the auto payment into their accounts. And I bet you they were just looting the money. Yeah. <laughs> just, like <laughs> taking all of this money. And then they're like, this business is going to burn down any day yeah. now. But while it does... Like, let's just take all this, like, we, like, let's just, it's all ours. <laughs> let's just do it. But that was, the move, movie pass was almost like a way in which regular people could take rich people's money. Like, startups that provide a really good service and get all that funding from the yeah. billionaires, that's like a form of us being able to take something from the billionaires. Because yeah. that was, like, $10, that would, everybody would... Ten dollars a month to see unlimited movies. Everybody but, saw okay. the, but here's the, but here's the thing about Movie Pass, Brett. Movie Pass was a business before they did the ten dollar thing, and they were charging more money. But I think somebody had the idea, like like the business wasn't doing as well as they wanted to. So like Goodfellas, they 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 they, they maybe like uh, got an investor come in, and the investor was like, I just want to get my money back. So what I'm going to do, <laughs> I'm going to come up with this plan where we're going to charge ten bucks a month. And we're going to get all these new subscribers of people who can't believe it's this cheap. And we're just going to pocket the money and then fucking dip out whenever the business is gone. But every subscriber, but when they saw the... Pass. Oh, sorry, right. No, MoviePass would have to pay their... The AMC or whoever. Yeah. Like, I think the person would still spend $10 to go see whatever movie. And then MoviePass would have to pay AMC. Yeah. So they were still... But, fucking draining money sure they they probably what what they did though is it's like planet fitness they had a bunch of people sign up and then people just kind of took advantage of people being too busy to take up on the 10 bucks and it goes back to oh well like you don't even realize when it's deducted from your account so i'm sure it was a gamble on their part but i'm sure it was the death throes of the business so they're like hey while this business is about to go out Let's just collect this ten bucks a month from so many people. The people who use it will have to pay for it, but then all these people who don't use it, we're just pocket it, and then the mini, then as soon as the business goes belly up, we'll make our money back as investors, and we're fine. Hmm. I don't a, know if that's if that even works logistically, business wise. I'm an idiot, but I literally just thought of it. But that's kind of like that. That's what I feel like when something's too good to be true. It's yeah. like somebody's like pulling strings in the background. They're like, yeah, the. It's basically the the plot of the show and movie the producers <laughs> basically I, um but i you know every consumer saw that like i remember reading about like movie passes announced ten dollar movies for a month and i just remember everybody was like this business model makes no sense but fuck it i'm gonna do it. it's like it's like if the gas station like they fuck up the meter and they put the decimal in the wrong spot. So the gas is yeah. like $1. <laughs> right, right, right. And then you just like, nobody say anything. Just fucking <laughs> fill up. They're not doing this. Can't work. I know it's going to yeah. fail. But, but well, until it does, I'm, I will benefit from it. So why the fuck would I not utilize yeah. the service? By the way, I just want to say, I don't know how much longer we have for this, but the most 2020 shit of all time, uh, is that I read this morning and I've seen a few things about it. Like it's trending on Twitter. Apparently the United States government released footage of like a UFO. Yeah. And I'm just like, I can't be bothered to go figure. I can't, you know yeah. what I mean? Like there's basically like, could you imagine like living in a time where like, 
Aliens. Yeah. Okay. G- give me time to go get to that. I-, I gotta. I have other shit to do. I have to get on. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. I just like. How can I be disinterested by my fucking aliens? It's aliens, <laughs> and I'm like, ah. It's, I'll get to it later. Yeah. Life is an intention economy, man. Yeah. Yeah. They they released in 2017. They're like, yeah, we've been studying UFOs since 2017. Because the, the crazy thing is they said unidentified flying phenomena, which is like even crazier oh. than object. You know what I mean? Like object, oh, yeah. you're like, oh, it could have been a miss. could have been a drone. They were. Yeah. But phenomena is like, oh, fuck. And then it's like nobody's talking about that at all. <laughs> Wow, I didn't even know of it until you. I think because yeah. we're all so wrapped up in uh, the coronavirus and yeah. Trump, that Trump is the only thing that could distract from aliens. That's the thing. Like a couple of years ago, there was like an article headline that said like they might have found the cure of HIV, and I just didn't read the article. Like, like that. If that's no, a miracle, those articles exist all the time. Like, sure, but like I feel like in 1993. Uh, like the height of AIDS being a thing if you if the New York Times had an article about they might have found the cure of AIDS everybody would have read it yeah and also in like 1976 when they're everybody's obsessed with aliens and you know like, oh my god Roswell is that a thing and if the government was like releasing footage of UFOs everybody would be going ape shit but now it's like you're in the content world man your, your content just blends in with all the other content so unless you're like dave Chappelle and you're releasing a special like it's just gonna blend in with everything else i know isn't it heartbreaking that everything is just content yeah we're in the content age gross and, uh, the pentagon just has like the least interesting content they should yeah. get like <laughs> you know what i mean <laughs> And then, dude, they have the least interesting content, and it's aliens. Like, actual aliens, and they're like, boring. That would be, that would that's be what they're Do an unpackaging video of fucking Blue yeah. Apron. I don't want to see fucking aliens. Come on. Tell me about the, the new, purple mat. The new Department of Defense, like, head is just going to be this gorgeous Instagram yeah. model. <laughs> <laughs> like, the new head of the Pentagon is Lily Singh. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, hey guys, what's Pentagon, up? <laughs> if you want us to, you want us to fucking process any of this you have show shit. Turn it into a meme, okay? <laughs> then I'll watch it. <laughs> that's true. Anyway, that's true. I think that's a good place to uh, yeah. wrap it up Wait, here. Before we wrap up, let me, I want to go back to Trump. Yep. <laughs> Fuck, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. We got another 20 minutes. Go ahead. <laughs> How about a podcast that never ends because every time it's about to end, someone goes, wait, let me go back. I got one more thing to say about Trump. <laughs> All, right, All right, guys. What do we got to plug? Wait, yeah. you want to go first? Yeah, guys. Um, check out Hungry Wit. Uh, it's, a, it's a cooking show. It's out. It's on YouTube. It's also on my website. Go to hungrywit.com. There you can subscribe oh. to my email list. Uh, you can watch all the videos. I'm also I'm in the process of making a recipes page for the video. Um, and I also just put a link to the podcast on there. So my website's building up. So check out hungrywit.com. You'll have everything you need there. And um yeah, like and subscribe to all my stuff, and I really appreciate it, guys. Uh, I actually had people fucking like I, the third episode was this gyro re- um, recipe that I put out, and uh, I've had like f- five or six people like send me messages saying that they made my gyros and pictures and stuff, and it's pretty cool that that's, Dude, that's happening. That's awesome, awesome man. Yeah, it's uh, it's pretty outrageous. I would never really suspect that would happen. So it's been really cool. So check out uh, Hungry Wit, guys. 
All right. Um, all I got to say is type in Rabel Brothers Comedy on YouTube. Uh, my brother Jordan will be releasing his special there in two yes. weeks. Uh, that's Freedom be- Boner. Freedom Boner. The uh, His cover came out. His cover features him naked with an American flag draped over himself. And it kind of like the tip of it covers his crotch. Mm. And um, my one contribution to his album is I kept advising him to move the photo up a little to have less <laughs> but I think it turned out great man I think it looks good it's yeah. funny it's tr- kind of like will definitely make people pause when they're scrolling which is kind of the goal of life now yeah, yeah. so anyway Rail Brothers comedy Christian Please yeah the Pentagon could learn a little something Uh, go to christiandurancomedy.com for all things christian duran my album king latif is available on all streaming if you have sirius xm or anything try to uh request king latifah on sirius xm that would help me out a lot and it'd be uh good to listen to so um that's That's it for me comedy channel um, yes on the raw dog comedy channel yeah, Raw Dog Comedy, you can request. Definitely do that. Also, I want to say uh, Aliens, I'll only watch if it's if they're hot aliens. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's it. All right, guys. Thanks so much. See you next week. Bye. Later, guys. Bye. Love you. Love you.